Holy shit, am I excited to get the fuck out of Skypea. I'm I'm excited to get out of Skypea for you. <laughs> Sailing Out Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is still number one Bellamy fan, Matt. Matt, how you doing? Ahoy. Oh, you definitely had that in your back pocket. <laughs> I had it. We already knew you were a, a, a number one Bellamy fan. Um, we know you still are, because obviously. What else could have changed? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's like you knew where this was going to end up. <laughs> It's, it's as if I it's, it's like you've read this thing before. It's like I read this before. It's as if I knew uh, uh, the chapter assignments ahead Dude, of time. Xander, you'd tell me if you read ahead, right? I would totally let you know if I read ahead. All right. Well, welcome, <laughs> listeners. We are finally getting the hell out of Skypea. I'm kind of excited because I've been hearing feedback from listeners that this has inspired them to go reread One Piece and then they get past Skypea, and they're like, man, Water 7 is so great. We can't wait for you to get here. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> can't wait for you to get there, too. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. We got a whole arc till then. Yeah. They, <laughs> they told me that while we were recording Skypea, and they're already they're already done. <laughs> they're current with One Piece. <laughs> and, uh, and since I know y'all are listening, there's multiple of you, which is what makes it worse. <laughs> uh we appreciate it though <laughs> we do we appreciate all of our listeners here on this journey so let's get let's get out of here uh but we have to actually go back to the beginning or the end of our last episode so last episode ended on chapter 291 we're going from 292 to 303 i can't remember that 303 song so i'm gonna just put that reference in there and just like that, we also can't trust we have the weirdly uh, unreliable narrator because uh, we have this this whole flashback going on that. How did anyone know what was going on with this flashback? <laughs> uh, so we have uh, the Nolan flashback continuing basically what we already know from like 80 chapters ago. He returns home. Tells everyone, hey, I found this city full of gold like an idiot. <laughs> and he goes back and there's no more Shandora because it's it's gone. And he gets executed just like Roger. And he's like, I hope I can hear the bell and like can't still can't hear it even on the platform. Meanwhile, we see the Shandora inside of them getting knocked up to the sky and the people in Skypea also wearing pr the prosthetic wings like, so why, again, why were the, the Shandorans wearing the prosthetic wings when, like, no one else in on the Blue Sea are wearing them? And the Skypeans are also wearing them. Anyway. You uh, say the they're prosthetic, but are they? I don't even want to think about the anatomy of if they aren't, if they aren't just some <laughs> kind of, like, fashion statement. Anyway, <laughs> they're like, cool, free Vars, we'll take it. We The flashback that ends with Wiper being told the story by his tribal el elder 
who explains that the reason they know the Nolan parts is because some North Blue Sailor came to Sky Island and told them the Nolan the Liar story. It's like, oh, okay. No, they're like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> it's really sad. They never got to meet again. They did. But also the the way the flashback tells the Nolan side of the Nolan the Liar story is not the way that 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 person should have known. So anyway, well, well, we all know uh, uh, that the flashbacks are told from the omniscient narrator that's been occasionally popping into the story. But it's also being told by the is the old man, the omniscient narrator. No, 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 no. So Did we so, cracked one piece. No, no, no. So it's like, hey, old man starts a story. And then like the the real narrator, the one who knows what's up is like, hey, hey, audience, this is like what legit happened. So like the kids getting kind of like a weird abridged version, maybe with some flair. We as the audience get like the true story, just like how we know about the weird uh, scientist from the at the beginning of Jaya. Maybe just Skype is all weird. It is, anyway. but it's it's told through the different text boxes. The the square yeah. text boxes are the narrator. Uh, yeah. But anywho, Wiper starts crying because he's all full of emotion. About the sad people not not meeting them again. And he's like, if we ring the bell, will Nolan hear it? It's like, dude, bro, Nolan dead? Nolan Nolan has no ears anymore at this point. He he definitely has nothing above the neck at this point. Uh, that's <laughs> it's a brutal execution. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, we see uh, Isa yelling at Wiper to do something because he's just standing there with this like thousand yard stare remembering the flashback. And we have Enru still blowing stuff up. And he blows up the Shandoran village and he announces like the last thing he wants is the golden bell Uh, because I guess he wants it like he's like, it's mine. I should have it. Yeah, it's 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 the commies. Everything belongs to the commie. We saw in the flashback with the other commie who was like weird and gross looking. He had a cigar. So that's how you know he's evil. Yeah, the evil cigar. Never trust someone with a good cigar. He also looked a lot like uh, Captain Yama, who was the evil angel guard. Oh, kind of uh, does. Captain. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, Wiper asks, does anyone know where the bell is? And Ramen's like, oh, yeah, it's at the top of the vine. And it's like, oh, we'd have never guessed to check the top of the vine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Kami ever had checked the top of the vine. I, I mean, it's it really tall. And also, like, who knew about the golden bell? Yeah. Only the Shandorans knew about the golden bell. And they only True. all heard the bell whenever, you know, it landed and got pierced by the, the beanstalk as the varse, the earth, the ground, the island landed after being flung up so high in the sky. And also, like, who, who wants to climb that? No one. You know who wants to climb it? Luffy does. He <laughs> is still running up the vine with the giant gold ball in his arm. <laughs> yeah. Edru zaps off the vine tip so Luffy can't get to him. As he, you know, absconds with the bell and Nami shows up with the waiver and that thing just has like, I guess it has as much vertical power as the plot demands. Yeah, because uh, she's able to ride it up that high. But then it's a point that she it kind of just only goes above the above the ground as a hover car uh, at other times. So it's just like it has the vertical lift the plot demands. Yeah, it, it depends on like how much dial thrust they have, you know, and, and they only have oh so much. So it's not like you can always be on vertical speed. The, this whole uh, reading plays real fast and loose with gravity. <laughs> What's gravity? Does that even exist in the world of One Piece? Like, I don't I don't think so. We have people flying all about all the time. 
I mean, M- I mean, we've got Eminem up there, clearly, uh, defi- <laughs> you know, going. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> Funny. Yep. Yep. For for those who forgot from a couple episodes ago, he he looks like Slim. He is the real Slim Shady. <laughs> he's the real Slim Shady. Slim Shady is the commie, yo. He is. He's the rap commie. Uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, also like Eminem's career, he is he is wearing out his welcome. <laughs> That's better shit. Uh, Enru makes a giant thundercloud bomb and sinks Angel Island. Uh, he's like, that's just a taste of my power. Gonna make another one. So, uh, Nami tries to get Luffy to leave, but he still has to ring that bell so Cricket and the others can hear it and know El Dorado was in the sky. Yeah. So as, as Luffy stretches to re- reach the arc, Enru just kick, kicks his hand off. <laughs> Not working here. So, uh, with absolute crazy eyes... Enru says he's going to destroy everything once he gets the bell. And and I feel like there's this whole time. I feel like there's a lot more to Enru's character and motivations, but they're also kind of all weird. Like why we can kind of we can chalk it up to a God complex, but that also feels kind of weak and like Saturday morning cartoonish. (laughs) i mean what's one piece (laughs) but a saturday morning cartoon after the other villains that we've that we've encountered this is this is as much of a a step down as in the world of one piece getting to skypea was a step up (laughs) yeah it's like going from mihawk to to krieg yeah yeah (laughs) honestly krieg had more motivation than this guy so uh, Luffy <laughs> tries to take the waiver and drive it up the arc, but he still can't control it and crashes it. Enru finds uh, the ruined top of the bell tower with the bell on it, with the poneglyph inscribed on the base. It's like, oh, goody, we're back to those four uh, four fifths ba- page spreads. Woo. So notably, uh, Enru says he's going to take the bell and finish his ascent to Endless Farce. Although previously, Endless Farce was going to the Blue Sea below. Like, that is kind of a... It's a, a foreshadowing of where we're going to eventually end up, but it's mm-hmm. also the flip goes into Enru's character in this last segment feeling a bit inconsistent. A bit. So uh, Nami Nami does calculations <laughs> on a giant leaf and somehow in the storm gets it to drop straight down the vine to Robin and the others so that they can cut the vine exactly. So it falls towards the bell and Nami and Luffy can use the waiver and have the falling vine be a sick ramp for max jumps to get on the arc. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fucking cool. (laughs) Does it make sense? No. Is it like good? No. Is it fun? Yes. I like to think so. The only suspension the waiver needs is your suspension of disbelief. Yeah, so uh, Z- Zolo, uh, with with you know part of his strength, uh, cuts part of the beanstalk, but you know he's still weak. Usopp uses a bunch of exploding stars, not enough. Uh, the giant snake, the catfish snake, gets its own personal flashback to show us it was indeed the baby snake from four hundred years ago, rem- and remembers Nolan, <laughs> and it you and it somehow knows Luffy wants to ring the bell, and it uses the last of its strength to headbutt the vine, and that's still not enough. And Robin, instead of you know helping, 
tells Wiper Luffy is doing this for Nolan's descendant. And this is what finally gets through to Nolan. So he does the only useful thing that he does this entire time. And he uses the rejectile on the stock, you know, despite, you know, just aiming kind of wildly. And the, the rejectile looks like way off target with the hole it makes on like the side of the beanstalk. This is enough to get it to finally start falling. <laughs> I know I made the prediction in the last one. So like, man, mm-hmm. if uh, if the payoff for the Nolan flashback isn't Wiper helping to fight Edru, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> and uh, I guess I should have put like a minimum <laughs> level of effort as to what would cause me to feel like consider helping because I, I don't consider this to be payoff. So that prediction was wrong. You're like, I'll be disappointed if he doesn't help. He helps. Damn it, I'm still disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the Shandoran <laughs> plotline in a nutshell. It's like, I hope there's more like thematic nuance to this. There's a little bit of thematic nuance. Yeah, but like that's not good enough thematic nuance. I don't know. I feel like we could be giving more helpful notes to some to like 20 <laughs> years ago Oda. But I'm sure he doesn't want to hear it. I'm sure they've already heard it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the general then, community said consensus around Skypea is that having heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we got Wano. <laughs> I, I've been hearing actually good things about Wano now. Yeah, Wano, Wano's good. Uh, it's the better Skypea in my eyes. But that that's just the thing. We'll get to it when we get to Wano. You'll understand what I mean. <laughs> but no, it, Wano's very good. Wano's way better than this. By like a thousand fold. But granted, the next arc is also better than this. In the next arc, people don't believe exist. So legitimately, when I when people have been like, oh, I can't wait for you to get to Skype and next. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I have to go through like some other arc between this and that. They legit don't remember there was one. Yeah, they legit don't remember. This one. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's one of the most crucial arcs in all of One Piece, just like Skype. Uh. Oh God! That, <laughs> we'll get to that. Anyway, Nami's Nami's gutting the waiver along the stock, and Enru, who you know is is this whole like I'm not waiting for you know, you to get you think I'm just gonna wait for you to get to me. <laughs> no, he fires off more lightning bolts, but he has like no control though. For a guy who used to be able to pinpoint orbital sky laser people from miles away, he just keeps missing and hitting the ground randomly. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Luffy rubber. No, <laughs> no, it it's it's almost like the fulfillment of Crocodile's prophecy of it's not about how strong your devil fruit is. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's coming from a guy who had a fucking Logia. Um, we now see a guy with a fucking Logia who is that's broken and he's just not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was not very creative with with their fruit yeah they just go pew pew and then manipulate some gold with it which i guess that's the only creative thing we've seen it's they're just shaping of of metal through their electric powers which again is bullshit <laughs> it's it's even more bullshit than crocodiles sand sand powers dehydrate you because that's the power of sand i fine sand is dry sand means dryness means desert like he more had desert powers than sand powers like loosely defined desert powers and sand powers but we just called it sand yeah so unlike the clouds vars is more grounded (laughs) uh 
and is absorbing the lightning better, so it's taking longer to destroy. And after, like, a chapter of zooming along the vine, Luffy and Nami finally approach the arc. And Edward is like, too late, rubber man. <laughs> In kingdom come attack. And his thundercloud spirit bomb finally starts descending. And Luffy jumps up into it. And there's this giant Oda mouth uh, from Edward and Luffy as they're going inside with like, the mouth open and all the teeth. And Luffy starts swinging the gold ball around because it's a conductor somehow man is able to withstand it because he's rubber yeah and he manages to actually break up the cloud and everyone is in awe and wiper with tears in his eyes yells at luffy ring the bell and and luffy who's just somehow still floating high winds his arm all the way back and angry enru goes into his amaro armor it's basically just a Susanna Noo from Naruto, but made of night lightning. <laughs> it's just that. He just pulls out some Sasuke Sharingan bullshit. <laughs> it's because it's cool. And yeah, so he uh he uh still uh he he still tries to zap Luffy. It still doesn't work. And Luffy says, you know, he's an uh he's like, I'm Kami Anaru. It looks like he's annoying this or Kami that, Kami this. What good is a god who can't save his people? And so uh, even though with the wind back and forward, the gold ball like cleans Enru's clock, uh, he uses he's like, I knew you were going to do that and uses his bullshit metal forging to make another trident in Luffy's side, uh, which I guess like keeps him up in the air until it gets stuck out and then he starts falling and Luffy starts winding up another ball punch, grabs a cloud on the way down and somehow, even with the giant weight, slingshots back up <laughs> and smacks Edru in the face uh, too fast so he can't dodge. Even though he's right there waiting with two, with not one, but two tridents, and he is literally as fast as lightning, he can't dodge Luffy's punches. So uh, Edru's head gets knocked back into the tower ruins as uh, Luffy both metaphorically and literally rings his bell. <laughs> as uh Edward's head is between the golden ball and the bell and we get a clang uh and this actually breaks the giant ball on luffy's hand but it doesn't break the bell because the bell's strong bell has plot armor <laughs> it's also good that this has knocked out uh Edward, since the only reason luffy could hit him was because the gold ball that Edward put on his arm is a conductor it's kind of like the whole make you know wet the dries be able to punch crocodile thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we're lucky he didn't get back his glass jaw like only has like three hp Mm -hmm. so uh as luffy falls he prays that cricket and the monkeys can hear it and we follow the clang down each layer as people hear it all the way finally down to the blue sea with cricket and the crew who of course recognize it as being the bell from el dorado and they figure out the long running question we have had all saga, which is what the fuck are the, were those shadow things at the beginning of the saga? Mm-hmm. It turns out that those shadow figures that appear at the Emperor Cloud are the shadows cast by those above. And they're <laughs> able to see Luffy's outline as he's falling. Uh, by the way, I'm going to point this out, this uh, jumping silhouette of Luffy Um mystery tool will come back in like a thousand chapters nice i i have i do see that pose as being a very 
commonly repeating Luffy pose uh-huh. in art. We we got a similar uh, silhouette of Luffy earlier in this arc at the bonfire um, scene where they're dancing in the bonfire. Yeah, it's. I also pointed out that mystery tool. It it kind of seems like Luffy's thing. Yeah, mystery tool will come back to uh, later, but it's so good. It's so good. I mean, it's a nice pose. It's, yeah. it's the whole like jumping with him holding on to the hat with one hand and like legs and arm outstretched. But also like the whole the whole shadow thing is OK. So th- there's the white sea between the white, white and the white. And it's like the somehow somehow with the angles like none of none of this makes any physical sense. Um, remember, there's now a new hole uh, in the ground where Angel Island was. There's now just a pit, a dark hole, which, by the way, uh, imagery will come see later on. Um, this whole arc, uh, rereading this, I have thoughts, uh, and I have to talk to people about it now, but I can't talk to you about it. Not yet. Uh, so keep a pin in it. Well, that's rude. <laughs> well, not yet. <laughs> Eventually, I can talk to you when you're old enough. <laughs> when, when I'm old enough. Okay, fine. When, when I'm older, old enough to handle we'll it. talk about how the physics works that... <laughs> how the physics of this don't work but that's okay uh i feel like there was this idea that oda had maybe of of the shadows and brought that up at the beginning of the saga but it, it just at, by having the white sea and the white white sea oh yeah it yeah, just like, doesn't really make yeah, sense no, it, it it straight up is like this shouldn't work but hey it, it, don't think about it too much just don't don't think about it too much luffy is just like as bright as the sun and their silhouette just cast their own shadow from luffy's glory it's fine don't worry about it it's cool now that and now though that eneru is not piloting arc maxim it starts to fall into the white white <laughs> and we're just okay with this. Yeah, we're just fine. We're just fine with this. Anyway, uh, the defeated Shandorans all the defeated Shandorans all get up, uh, except for Wiper, who needs Chopper's medical help. So uh, Usopp and Chopper lament losing the gold, but Robin says she'd rather have dials than gold. We can't get those back on the blue sea. Uh, so everyone reunites, you know, Nami and Luffy come down. And uh, with Angel Island and the Shandian village destroyed, now everyone's like, oh, gotta figure out what to do. Gotta gotta do the thing. Arc Maxim rises. And I can't quite tell if Enru has his knocked out vassals on there or not. Like, we see a shot of them all kind of down, but... It, it's not really clear to me. No, they're they're all in different places. And we know this mostly from the um, the bald guy with the cool glasses because he's still on like clearly not a ship. He's on like the regular ground, like the, the stone cut ground. So they're, they're not on the ship and L's by himself on the on the ship. Yeah. So he he's left them behind uh, and he's going to leave them behind to go to the moon, <gasps> to the moon, to the endless force. Where there is no water, only Vars, uh, which is just dirt. <laughs> it is endless Vals, Vars. It is higher than all of you bitches. <laughs> He's going to the highest of lands, uh, which which I believe you're going to absolutely love. And Elle's side stories or cover stories when we uh, eventually get to him. They're they're a treasure. They're a beaut. Oh, yeah. So we, we get him in space. I'm sure he meets the fucking uh, rabbit from uh, Dragon Ball up until Piccolo <laughs> destroys the moon. No, he doesn't mean a rabbit. You're crazy. No, not at all. <laughs> he goes off to space. So, space. you know, like people just going to the fucking moon is a thing, I guess. So anyway, uh, everyone has another fun bonfire party, 
Except this time, instead of it just being the Straw Hats, it's also the Shandians and the Angel Island people. And we, hey, we're also happy together. Yay. Um, I do want to point out, though, in both bonfire scenes, we see Robin just kind of chilling off by themselves. Not really like soup dancing and with everybody, just kind of by themselves, but also like a little part of it. Right. Like just on looking, enjoying everyone else, enjoying themselves. Uh, and I just want to point out those small little little things that may, may build up after time. We'll see. Mystery tool will come to later. Yeah, but I would also point out that she is much closer than last time. They are. So it's it's like she's more a part of it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, after a few days, uh, Luffy wakes up the crew early. He's like, all right, losers, we're leaving. We're going to get the gold and get the <laughs> and get the hell out. We're going to steal the gold and run. <laughs> yep. So uh, the bell gets found by the Shandians just as Robin is, is going. Oh, no, I never got to find the Poneglyphs. And we see Usopp getting a ton of dials by trading stuff like rubber bands. And he's going to use them to make the climate baton more powerful. And by that, we mean make it at least make some sense. <laughs> make it make, make it a real item. <laughs> yeah, make it make it a real item that we can justify in universe for being bullshit. So I can't tell if it's inside the snake or what. But like Nami, Sanji, Luffy and Chopper find like a bunch of fucking gold. And... Uh, the Shandians get the bell tower up out of the sea, and this is going to be like the big fucking meat of the big fucking meat of this, which is uh, Robin. Uh, they're like, man, we can't read this shit. Meanwhile, Robin just walks up starting to read it. <laughs> yeah, just like, yo, bros, I got this. Yeah. So uh, it's slightly damaged, but it talks of a weapon named Poseidon, Ooh. Uh, another weapon in addition to the what to the Pluton we saw we heard about in alabasta yeah so we have pluton poseidon like oh that's two i wonder how many there are i wonder how many there are i wonder how many pony glyphs we have because we've only seen two i wonder how many there must be a lot must well we'll find jupiton eventually or something <laughs> jupiton <laughs> That's funny. I can't tell if you're saying I'm right or not. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, on the side, though, there's uh, fresher carvings in the Poneglyph language. Uh, I hereby guide this document to its end. Gold D. Roger. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. You mean their name wasn't Gold Roger, but Gold D. Roger? What? I've been saying that since the beginning, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was spoilers. That wasn't revealed. This is the reveal. This is the reveal of the D of Roger's D. I would prefer if Roger kept his D unrevealed. Yeah, no, but think about it. All the like wanted posters that we would have seen, all the talks and stuff. Everyone says gold, Roger. I wonder why. Why was it? Why was it hidden in such a way? Hmm. But also um, the fact that he wrote his name in the the language on the Poneglyphs is impressive. Yeah, it's like, how the hell... Robin's like, how did he know that language? And uh, Ganfor goes, oh yeah, 20 years ago, some blue sea pirate came here. I guess that was him, <laughs> which uh, might actually be the same... Uh, he might be the same pirate who told the Shandorans. The Nolan story. Yeah, which also means that that story was fucking new to them when Wiper was hearing it. 
Yeah, yeah, like, like that was new. They had no idea for four hundred years. <laughs> yeah, for for three hundred eighty years, they didn't fucking know. And then uh, a guy shows up, talks to them for a bit. They don't immediately attack him because I guess wiper because wiper's not in charge yet. Uh, and then the old man tells wiper the new story, and wiper goes, "Yeah, that's amazing." Yeah, remember, Wiper was a kid, so he couldn't he couldn't yeah. use their rocket. He wasn't uh, he wasn't big enough to ride the rocket train. Um, but I want to point out, Matt, that you said earlier that you're like, why hasn't anybody just climbed up to the bell? Someone climbed up to the bell, buddy. <laughs> Someone found it, put their name on it. They did. And they got past fucking Ganfor because he's incompetent as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I mean, he was only Kami for a short time, and then an L just showed up, and clear, clearly, clearly, uh, Gan, Gandalf wasn't uh, the greatest. So, uh, we we get the, this big revelation that their Robin, the Robin talks about there being two types of poneglyphs. One, uh, one type has information, and the other type leads you to those other poneglyphs. And if you connect all of them, they become a document detailing the blank history. Uh, so the one on the front was one with information, which means that Roger brought this information to Raftel at the end of the Grand Line. Raftel. So she so she now absolutely shares uh, the goal of getting to Raftel. Raftel is how it's pronounced. I, yeah, I've heard that it, it can that's uh, there's um differentiations on like even being called like laugh tail uh, 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 stay tuned that's a spoiler yeah. I, i'm gonna it's censor a, where, that where did i where did i where where did he hide the one piece he laughed he laughed but in the in the this is the we're gonna go with the whole like paramethia paramecia thing zolo zoro that they're saying raftal in this but anyways let's let's continue we're so close to getting out of here we are we are so close to getting the fuck out of here so after that which i truly believe is the only reason that we went to skypea was for this and dials and mantra and i'm going to point out real quick i started because of this whole sequence and i want to be sure to kind of account for any misunderstandings with like the Viz translation or anything else. Mm -hmm. I watched this episode in anime. Yeah, that's right. You, you told me that you watched the last ep the few episodes of Skypea uh, in the anime after you finished reading it. Yes. Uh, getting ready to start watching G8 because you've told me I need to watch G8 next. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get a sense that there was anything like super wrong about what my interpret what the interpretation was here. But there were several scenes that were different in the anime yeah earlier on because speaking of mantra there's a whole Z uh zolo training scene that's not in the manga that's in the anime where he's trying to once again do the whole hear hear the stone cut you know cut anything uh technique yeah, they they had the pad out some episodes. Yeah, and it, he he's about to get it, um, and he's he feels like he's gotten he's close to like a breakthrough with it based off mantra when he gets interrupted by the whole by some of the scheme by some of the shenanigans. Yeah, I've also I've also been always kind of confused about whenever people talk about One Piece, I see some people ship Nami and Luffy and some people don't, and I'm 
kind of curious how much of that is a is an anime versus manga split because in the manga i don't get the feeling that that's a thing but then in the anime oh, oh yeah they are it definitely feels like they're pushing it in the anime um the anime does kind of tend to like ship the you know the two first like leads essentially um because you know that's that's the animation and trope um it lessens over time when they like the the you know toei the people who produce the anime realize like oh hey this relationship it's never going to happen it'll never happen so they tone it they they essentially remove it and bring it to like what we see in the anime where it's just like they're all good friends they're all bros hanging out on a boat yeah because yeah there's this um this like tsundere argument with uh with uh luffy and nami uh for them waking up uh to get the gold that's like way different tone in the anime than in the manga uh i just i I found that interesting because it's the only it's one it's one of the only examples i have so you because you talked earlier like some of not changes to nami's design in the manga come from the anime sexualizing her more mm-hmm. and Oda kind of latching onto that. So I'm, I'm curious if there's a Luffy daughter relationship pushed in the anime and that the amount of that, that does or doesn't make get pushed back into the manga is what causes that division. I see. Yeah. And well, like as we all know from, from, you know, now uh, for us, years of reading One Piece, um, that Luffy only loves like three things, which is adventure, meat, uh, and adventure. Those are the three. I things. thought it was going to be food. I thought it was going to be um, food twice, but that's that's a very good thing to know about his uh, his character that it's actually adventure twice and food once. Yeah, yeah. think think about it. You got to adventure to get food. Step one, adventure. Step two, food. Step three, adventure again. Because you got food in your belly, you you can you you're fueled for for adventure. Step four, crewmates. Speaking of uh, you know some contradictions and coincidences, mm-hmm. the Shandians offer uh, the giant gold bell tower support to Robin, since you know the sky people care less about gold than uh, blue sea people. And Ganfor goes, you know, the boy with the straw hat. Uh, he had the same feel that Roger did, and Robin goes, his name is Monkey D Luffy, and Ganfor says D. This can't be a coincidence. And Robin's like, yeah, probably not. By the way, um, I don't I think that's probably the one of very few times so far that Robin has said Luffy's name in any form because they always just refer to him as Straw Hat so far. Um, I mean, I guess she's used to code names. I mean, she went by she went by Miss All Sunday. Uh, they're also like brand new to the crew. Like literally like what days prior but like, does she trust the the straw hats? Does she think of herself as the crew? Is that why she's staying so far away? Like during the celebration fun times? Who knows? Maybe she's staying closer. Maybe we're about to see her get closer right fucking now. Oh. So the straw hats are ready to leave and they're waiting for Robin. And they see the sky people coming with the support. And they think it's a cannon. They think they're coming after them because they stole they stole the gold. Not realizing <laughs> that it's actually way more gold than they have. Uh, so Luffy yells at Robin to get on the ship. We have to leave with our hall. And the sky people go, wait, we, we just want to thank them. And Robin la- laughs and just, yeah, it looks like they don't want it, though. And she runs and she just like takes off running after the crew while Luffy yells run away. <laughs> Which is so good. Yeah, it's she knows that what they want is to steal the treasure because they're pirates. 
and pirates steal things. They don't want to be given it. They need to plunder it. Yeah, they got to they got to plunder. They got to steal their pirates. <laughs> but we're not going to kill anyone because a good pirate doesn't kill people. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I do also love when everyone's like, let's go over to the blue sea. Everyone's out of their arm and Rob is just kind of in the background, just like. Yeah, her arm's up, but like everyone else is like jumping and stuff, being really excited, except for Zoro, who's just looking cool because, you know, Zoro has to be cool. He has to be the manly one. <laughs> but I just like how Robin is joining in a bit. It's really nice. Yeah, she's 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 slowly but surely becoming more of the crew. Yeah, uh, I love Robin's just whole thing of just being like really calm and just really like uh, I don't want to say deadpan. Um, but that's like the closest thing I can think of at the granted. We haven't had much uh, of Robin shining too much in this arc, but Robin also just doesn't say a lot often. But when she does, it's it's always good. She and she and Zola are the two more laid back ones. Yeah. Anyway, the, the Shandians and the Skypeans elect Ganford to be Kami again, uh, and they're all going to live in peace together, protecting the light of Shandora. So uh, the Straw Hats are going to are going over their small hall as a uh, conus guides the merry go on a waiver to clouds end on the white sea how did we get down to the white sea fuck you <laughs> there's uh, a milky road that goes down to the blue sea uh and conus gives uh the instructions on how to raise the ship for descent and we see that the log pose has now set to the next island on the grand line so uh the milky road quote unquote is is more like one of those vertical water slides if it also ran out about a fifth of the way down. <laughs> so they just like drop down it. It's really more like a, a glorified waterfall. Yeah, <laughs> I like the water slide idea. Though. It it starts as a water slide and ends into a death trap. <laughs> Bro- something something Brock life. Um, <laughs> there are those water slides that are not meant to exist uh, and people call on them anyway. So uh, they're following and they're like, deploy is octo balloon. And a giant uh, octopus balloon uh, comes out and guides them, floats them safely down. Ooh. And while they're on the way down, the bell rings and it's going to ring every day now uh, because fuck your noise complaints. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Come up, come up to the sky and stop us, please. <laughs> we have rocket launchers. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, back back on Jaya, uh, we have this. uh this back on Jaya sequence where Cricket and the monkeys are figuring out what adventure to have next. And we go to the city and we see Bellamy. Bellamy, our boy, our number one friend. And he's fighting his second in command, Sargus. Oh, no. Uh, but it's because just like uh, we saw earlier, they're being forced to fight by Doflamingo, who's revealed that he's the ultimate leader of that pirate crew. And uh, by Bellamy losing so badly to Luffy, uh, he disgraced his flag. So uh, Bellamy begs, but Doflamingo has Sarkis execute him. And Dolphy laughs like a new survival of the fittest era is coming and only real pirates will survive. Yeah, dude, I loved Doflamingo. I love Doflamingo so much. They're so cool. This is where it's weird. Like if I didn't know... Tresrosa existed I would think oh yeah he's being set up as like the next thing we're gonna fight <laughs> I also know Tressrosa exists so 
Oh, it's, it's it's like it's it's coming soon. It's coming soon to an arc near you. We aren't even halfway there. We aren't even halfway there. Oh my god. Yeah, like like if like when I first read this, I was like, oh cool. I wonder when like they're gonna come back because this is the second time we've seen Do Flamingo. They got introduced uh like right at the beginning, at the end of Alabasta. Yeah, like right at the end of Alabasta, beginning of Jaya. Yeah. We got a little bit of them and uh Kuma and um another person who i'm blanking on we saw mihawk yeah we saw that mihawk that, that, that yeah so like we saw some like some of the warlords right yeah it's like so and now we get to see do flamingo again with their cool glasses and their cool fucking uh feathery like jacket which is pink by the way yes i'm i'm well aware that Dolphy's jacket is pink it's so good but our if audience name, may not know <laughs> our, okay so his name has flamingo in it yeah it's flamingo colored yeah so good if only he was a samurai yeah oh wait that's flamenco not flamingo <laughs> which is very different anyway the, so the straw hats are uh back on the blue sea and they're like all right next order of business we need to repair the merry go because you know it's as much a part of our crew as anyone else's this thing's gotten us from uh the east blue to here so we got to get a carpenter on a crew and then we'll get a musician but fine carpenter first so uh, we then cut to uh, Admiral Ak- uh, Aokiji, who's Aokiji, Aokiji. Uh, yeah, Aokiji. I wonder if we're going to see them soon. Yep, Aokiji, yeah. He he apparently has a sea bicycle that he's able to just ride on the water. <laughs> he's so cool. There's like a little dolphin that says like, hey, sup, what's up? How's it going? And like the dude's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dolphin. Yeah. Admiral Aokiji is so cool. And we get the biggest fucking like drop, like cliffhanger drop with uh, him looking at Luffy's wanted poster and a sigh, not an honest fellow in the whole family. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder uh, which in that thing, right? We get the, he's holding Luffy's wanted poster, but the only part of Luffy's name is Monkey D. Yep. Uh, so like who who else? Who else uh, will we see? Who is a Monkey D? Who who's Luffy's family? Like we know Ace, but like it, who else? Because they're saying the whole family it can't just be Ace. Anyway. Uh, this is going to be we we need to actually go over. Speaking of family, I think this is a good time to go over the chapter covers. Yes. Uh, as we close out. So this is the end of the chapter readings. And it's also we have we've also hit the end of the I think it's the end of the the ace chapter covers. It looks like it should be right. Like, um, um I think so. Yeah, I don't see I don't see another chapter. cut. Co- yeah, the next chapter cover doesn't look like that. So, yeah, I, I think if anything, um, I think maybe like a few of them might. I think there's one more, which I think is just like, yeah, it's yeah. In two chapters, there's like one, but it's literally the final. It literally says the final volume. And, and it's not like narr- narratively going to change anything. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it's just it's just Ace doing a cool pose. That's it. Yeah. So the main point of it is we, we Ace is searching for information on Blackbeard. Every every time we've encountered Ace, that's like that's his that's his goal. Uh, he's looking for information. So he he somehow like tries to like rescue someone or something. He he gets knocked down and like raised up by some like girl on like a farm or some shit <laughs> as like some weird side thing. 
anyway, he he makes his way to a, some navy base, some navy base, and like infiltrates it uh, to try and get information on Blackbeard. And there's there's a bunch of just like cat and mouse things. Like it's not something like super big to pay attention to. It's really more the res uh the result is he leaves with a file. Um, and also, I guess, like, the girl's parents were in the Navy base, um, and they found from, like, falling out of uh, Ace's pockets, like, the, the like, an advertisement back for the farm, so they go back and and go to the girl, and, like, the, the Chapter 303 cover is now every, now everyone on the Navy base is drinking fresh milk. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta have your milk, uh, strong bones. Yeah, you know, uh, coffee with milk great makes for happy meetings. Is the <laughs> is the sub is the subtitle for uh, Ace's Great Search for Blackbeard Volume Twenty Eight. It the main point is Ace has a file now, and he is heading towards Blackbeard. Ooh. And I, that that feels like something narratively important for us. Yeah, it's a little bit important. Uh, we'll we'll eventually see what comes of it. We also saw that Ace can kind of just like take on a whole ass Navy base. Yeah, do Ace is strong? Ace is strong. It's part of the Whitebeard Pirates. Like that's a that that must be important. It is. Yeah. If if he's like, oh, Whitebeard is so strong, I look up to him, and Ace is this strong. How how strong be Whitebeard? Yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll find out more about Whitebeard uh, as the chapters and arcs come. Yeah. I mean, Whitebeard and uh, Shanks see uh, see each other as not equal, but peers. Yeah, they're they're peers. So also like Ace uh, is also like Shanks strong. Is is Shanks strong? I don't know. I don't know. If Shanks is strong. He only has one arm. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he has one arm stronger than the other. He needed the he needed to lose that weight. Now he's the the best, the strongest. He's red hair shanks, baby. It made him faster. <laughs> made him faster. It made him stronger. The doctors hate these diet tips. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh that's that's horrible and awful. But yeah, so that's that's our end, is we have this just like casual drop of that, and we're going off. Uh, to the next location on the log pose. So this this feels like a big reset. It it definitely has end of arc feels, end of end of saga feels. This is we could go from here into into anything. We have larger meta plot threads to pull on, but we have run out the local plot. We have run out the local plot. We are out of Skypea, baby. Oh, I just hope the next one is better. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I think I think you might find it fun. It's a I I personally like this arc, but granted, I like it just because it's nice. Like, ah, breather lets you sit for a minute. It's fun. It kind of backtracks a little bit with with stuff. And then we get on to, to you know, the rest of what is known as Water 7, which is very good arc. Water 7, very good. Oh, so I've heard. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of good. It's kind of good. It's pretty good, but like, you know, it's, it's all right. Um, but really, it's it's the arc after that's really good. Uh, and then the arc after that, which is one of my favorite arcs. Uh, and then we get to like the next arc after that, which is also like a really good arc. Um, 
and then the arc after that, which is also really good. Um, and then after that, and then, and, and then, then, and then another one, and then another one. Um, but uh, we we're getting to some some good stuff. I'm very excited for this next uh, arc, this next saga, this next season of the show. Season four, baby. Yeah. The Water Seven Saga. Uh, but first, we got to do our retrospective. Uh, yeah, we do. And while uh, everyone waits on that retrospective, uh, I do have an assignment for you and for everybody else. Are you ready? Ooh, what's the assignment? Ooh, the assignment uh, is is going to be short, a little bit short, because this arc is only like less than 20 chapters long. Uh, so we're going to kind of do half and half. Uh, so we're going to do 304 to 311. 304 to 311. Oh, another good band. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with bands and having three like being triple digits starting with three? I mean, outside of just three, three good number, three pattern. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because it, it like just feels good to say three. Right. It feels good. Like Mr. Three, like Mr. Three, our favorite boy. He He's going to come back soon, right? Oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. I need to know how in the world he and Buggy become best friends. <laughs> how they become the the best of friends. We'll we'll get there in like 300 chapters or 200 now actually. We're in the 300, so like in roughly 200ish chapters we'll get there. Wow, we it's so funny. You 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 used to say, "Oh, things are, you know, three or four hundred chapters away and now it's only one or two hundred yeah, yeah uh but but just wait until we get to wano which is like 700 chapters away <laughs> yeah and then whatever this current arc i don't even know the name of it uh egghead 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 is the current name of yeah, the arc. egghead um i have yet to read any of it so like i'm currently behind on one piece um mostly because like i'm rereading through wano uh to like you know take notes and, and theories and stuff but um but i already i know all the spoilers of egghead uh i get spoiled very quickly uh, but granted i don't much care for him i don't much mind it's like you don't even have to work for it. <laughs> it it's as if i if i cared enough i could just read the 10 chapters that are out <laughs> there's, there's not that many currently i think i don't even think there's 10 honestly uh but anyways well, we, we, there's, a anyways. Lot. there's a lot we're i'm so excited um but yeah 304 the 311 uh so let's let's get on out of here and and do a retrospective of all of skypea which i don't i don't think we'll have too much to say but we'll find out or you think so <laughs> we i think so i i have topics <laughs> have topics well uh let's let's set sail into that Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas. Man, Aokiji. <laughs> so good. How do you pilot a bike on the water? How does this work? I'm so confused. <laughs>